This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Because this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. God bless you. I do bring you greetings in the precious name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm Herbert McLean, Herbie Mack. I'm the encourager, and I want to talk to you today about the blessing of self-control. The Bible says that God has given us the fruit of the Spirit, which is self-control, and that fruit, beloved, it is a blessing. Let us pray before we get into the Word. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for another beautiful morning uh, to just give you praise, give you glory, give you honor, to start our day afresh in your word. God, we thank you for the revelation of your word. We ask that you forgive us of any of sin that we have committed that has not been confessed to you, Lord God. We, we confess them now. We dump all of our problems out at the foot of the cross, and we receive all of your provision, all of your power, and all of your person in us right now in jesus name amen hallelujah bless the name of the lord if you have your bibles let's go here quickly as we're starting our day we want to uh, look at self-control and how important it is to have self-control now let me tell you something there are going to be some things and some people that's going to rub you the wrong way that's going to say something that gets you all in your feelings and it's important beloved that you maintain self-control because your future you hear me it depends on it. The Bible says in Proverbs 25, verse 28, like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. Do you remember when one of our previous presidents said that he was going to build a wall between America and Mexico against the United States and Mexico? He was going to build a big gigantic wall and, and, and he promised that wall. That wall never came. But the reason for the wall was to keep people out right? That should not be in. One of the reasons why they have barbed wire around a prison is because they want to keep the prisoners in and they want to keep society out. 
they're using their walls or their bob a hedge of protection around what they are keeping. And if it's a city, then that city... Amen. We're experiencing some technical difficulties. Satan is a liar, but we are back on the air. So the, the hedge of protection, the barbed wire, uh, is meant to keep those in and keep people out uh, that should not be there. It's used as protection. And a person who lacks self-control, according to Proverbs 25, verse 28, is a person who lacks protection. So the first thing we see is the reason why self-control is a blessing to us is because it gives us protection. Protection of what we could do if we did not have self-control. Uh, it protects uh, the people that we love from getting cussed out and called everything but a child of God. When you have self-control, it it protects you from losing your job when somebody said something the wrong way and, and you were able to bridle your tongue. You were able to say, Lord, help me. And right in the nick of time, he gave you enough strength not to say what you know you could say that would get you terminated from your place of employment. How many of you know how important self-control is? It is so important because there is some obstacles. There is some testings that's getting ready to take place. Glory to God. And God wants to reinforce in your life and in your spirit, in your mind right now to have self-control. Glory to God. To govern yourself. You're probably saying, well, how do I govern myself? Let me give you three principles, glory to God, to where you would make it very simple on how you are to control yourself or if you are in control of yourself or if you are out of control. Have you ever had somebody say, man, you are out of control? What do they mean? Here it is. The infrastructure of control is to start, stop change. Start, stop, change. Notice in the Bible, God says, be angry, but sin not. Now, the reason why he says be angry, but sin not, God bless you. Hallelujah. The reason why he says be angry, but sin not is because he wants you to understand that you can stop yourself from going overboard, okay? You can be angry, but you can stop yourself from getting violent with that anger. And then he says what? Don't let the sun go down on your anger. What is he saying? He said, look, you got self-control. So even though something comes up against you and it bothers you or it hurts you or it agitates you, glory to God, you need to understand this, that you have the fruit of the spirit. You have the seed of the fruit of the spirit of self-control in your spirit. And it's the words of prophetic faith. It's the prophetic words of faith that is illuminating what you already got inside. God says, I've already given you every spiritual blessing that I will ever give you. 
But see, your purpose is deep down on the inside of you. And you have to draw those things out by speaking, glory to God, the word of God. And the first thing you need to speak is that I have self-control. I can stop myself from doing something that's hurting me. Or I can start doing something that I know is going to help me. Or if I'm headed in a direction where I recognize that it is not a good direction to go because I have self-control, I can change that direction. That's the reason why Jesus says, and John the Baptist said it, he says to repent. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. He's saying, turn away from your way of doing things and turn to God. Why? Because you have self-control. You have the ability to stop, start, and change anything about you that is outside of the will of God or that is causing you hurt, harm, and danger, that's slowing you down from running your race. So I remember the apostle Paul says, you need to just lay aside every weight that's trying to slow your progress because you got self-control. That means that you can lay it down. You can continue to hold on to it if you want to, but you can lay it down. That bitterness, that shame, that regret that you hold on to, I want you to know that you got the power, glory to God, of self-control to get rid of that thing. You don't have to relive the hurt. You don't have to relive the shame. You can tell the devil, listen, you can remind me of what happened. I can't stop you from putting those stinking thinking thoughts in my mind, but I do have enough self-control, glory to God, to where I don't have to even think about those things that you are suggesting because now I can put my mind on the things above I can put my mind on things that are wholesome and things that are right and things that's true. I can put my mind on something that's going to encourage me and, and strengthen me and give me hope and, 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 and give me a future. I can put my mind on that instead of put my mind on what the devil trying to feed me because why? I have the blessing of self-control. He says, I have given you all things that's pertaining to life. And to godliness, and one of those components, beloved, and we're bringing it home today, is self-control. If you don't control yourself, you will find yourself in a dangerous situation. If you don't control yourself, you will find yourself hurting the very people that you love. If you don't control yourself, you will say something that you will regret. Don't you know when that word is out there, it's hard to catch it and bring it back. In fact, it's impossible. It's already out there. So you want to make sure that you are tapping into the blessing of self-control because something is about to come up against you that's going to test you, that's, that's going to be like a fiery furnace that's refining you and God. God is highlighting in the spirit self-control. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says for the spirit of the spirit God gave us does not make us timid but gives us power. It gives us love and it gives us self-discipline. Glory to God. So self-discipline is self-control. Amen. A sound mind 
is self-discipline. Amen. A sound mind, somebody who thinks right, somebody who thinks balancedly, somebody who thinks how God wants you to think, glory to God, is a mind that is disciplined. It's a mind that says, look, you might, you, you might come and hit me with depression, but I'm not going to be depressed all day because I got enough self-discipline to say that I'm the head and not the tail, that I'm valuable, that God has a plan and a purpose and a future for me, which my self-discipline by reminding myself of that and speaking it out in the atmosphere, glory to God, it'll run that spirit of depression on right on up out of your room, out of your mind, and out of your life. Understand that you are Christ. And anybody that belongs to Christ, anybody that has placed faith in Jesus Christ, anybody that has repented of their sin, glory to God, and turned to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I want you to know something, beloved. You have the Spirit of Christ dwelling inside of you. Let me remind you that you have the greater one on the inside. Greater is he that's on the inside of you than he that is in the world. God has not given us a spirit of fear and to be timid and intimidated by all of the fiery arrows that the enemy throws our direction. He says, but be bold and courageous. You got a choice to make. You are either going to be self-disciplined or you're going to let the devil beat you up all day, all week, got you feeling sad and mad and low self-esteem and looking at yourself like you ugly instead of you telling yourself that I am beautiful. I am made in the image and in the likeness of God. I am the apple of God's eye. I am God's chosen vessel. I am a child of God. I am a saint. I've been sanctified. I've been saved. I've been bought with a price. I'm Holy Ghost filled. Fire baptized. Somebody, you got to talk to yourself and you got to remind yourself, look, I got self-control inside of me because I got some power on the inside. He said he has given us power. He has given us love and he has given us self-discipline. Take hold of that. Proverbs uh, chapter 16, verse 32, it says, better a patient person than a warrior. One with self-control than one who takes a city. See, some people think, you know, just because uh, I can get angry and I can fly off the leaf, you know what I'm saying? And, and I can fly off the roof and, and I can just beat up everybody and, and take over everything uh, by the muscle, right? You, sometimes it's not good to respond with the muscle when God is trying to perform a miracle. And it's going to take self-discipline for you to back your muscles down for God to perform his miracle. See, there's some things that's going on in your life that you would stop the hand of God from moving if you don't have enough self-control to realize that you need to get self out of the way of this situation and let God step in. But it takes self-control for you to say, wait a minute, let me just step back a little bit and let me let God. God be God, the blessing of self-control. Amen. 
Let's look here in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5 through 7. It says, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. Now notice, if you're not disciplined, if you're not self-controlled, you're not going to be doing no adding because something else is going to be controlling and adding to your life. But the apostle Peter, he writes and he says, for this very reason, because the enemy is coming against you, because there's going to be a pressing that's coming against you, because things are going to try your faith. He says, for this very reason, he says, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. That means putting some work to what you say. In other words, moving towards the goal, not giving up and not quitting. See, there's some things that God has promised you that is contingent upon you not quitting. That means that if you keep going, if you keep progressing, then you're going to get to that place where God wants you to get. And as soon as you get to that place, then the rain is going to come. Then the, the heavens is going to open. But if you stop, if you quit, if you're not self-disciplined, you're never going to get where God wants you to go. Listen, I want to encourage somebody today that you need to do all that you could do. You need to make every effort, amen, to do good. You believe God, then you need to do good, amen. You need to you need to talk good to people. You need to just be a good person, glory to God. You don't need to let your environment make you a wicked, evil person, but you need to let the Spirit of God conform you to the image and into the likeness of his dear son by the power of the Holy Ghost. He says, for this very reason, he says, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection he says love in other words let me tell you something self-discipline if you look at that it's right in the middle self-control is right in the middle because it's holding all of those things together he said that's why if you better make every effort to add this and, and add that and add that don't forget your self-control because if you're not self-controlled, then you'll lose everything that was added. You don't want to lose everything that you worked so hard for. Glory to God. Yes, God led you to the promised land, but he says go and possess it. There's something we must do, and that thing is to be self-disciplined. If God says go after it, we need to go after it. It may not look like we're making no progress, but as long as you're doing what God has called you to do, you are all right. I'm telling you the blessing of self-discipline will get you there. It'll protect you from the wiles of the devil. Self-discipline will protect you from the influence of people. Glory to God. It will protect you from low self-esteem. Self-discipline will protect you from depression. Self-discipline will protect you from the enemy that has a trap set for you. Proverbs 1821, it says the tongue has the power of life and death, but those who love it will eat its fruit. I want to encourage you, beloved, to, to begin to speak in alignment with God's word over your life. Okay? Begin to speak that word. Listen, do not wait. Okay? Until the enemy bombards your life with things 
to prepare your mind for battle. Okay? You got to prepare yourself already to say, this is what I'm going to think when the enemy comes. So I'm already prepared on what I need to think about when he comes and suggests all the rest of that stuff. You see, that's self-discipline. See, see, the reason why soldiers and, and police officers and everything, the reason why they work out and they get their, their muscles ready and they, and they jog so that they can have good breath is because they are preparing for when it comes time to take down the suspect or when it comes time for war. They are disciplining themselves already. They are training themselves already for war. And that's what you got to do with your mind, beloved. You got to do it today. You got to do it right now. You got to train yourself. You got to discipline yourself right now to say, when that enemy comes at me today, I'm going to say, I can do all things through Christ Jesus. No weapon formed against me will be able to prosper. Glory to God. When that enemy comes to you today, uh, whispering all that depression and all that low self-esteem and all that inadequacies and all that regret of your past, you got to be able to say, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Amen. When it try to remind you of your past, you can just say, hey, look, God knows the plans that he has for me. They are good plans, plans of success. Come on now, somebody. When they come, when that enemy come and try to tell you you ugly and, and you don't look good and all that stuff, all you got to do is just prepare yourself and say, no, I am created in the image and in the likeness of God. And if God loves me, that's all the love in the world I need. God knows what I need. He has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemy. He anoints my head with oil. My cup is running over. Glory to God. You might, uh, uh, some thoughts might come in your head to say, well, what you going to eat next week? You only got enough food in your refrigerator for the day. You don't need to worry about that. You can say, all my needs are provided for according to the riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You got to prepare yourself. You got to be disciplined because the enemy is going to come after you. So the blessing of self-discipline is released upon each and everybody right now in the name of Jesus. As the sun begins to come up, glory to God. The glory of the Lord is going to begin to shine in your mind and in your emotions in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. God is going to take your faith to another level today. Something good is going to happen to you today. Glory to God. The enemy is going to try to knock you out of the pocket, but I want to encourage you to stand on the rock, the rock of our salvation, who's none other than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In closing, I want to read in your hearing Romans chapter 12, verse 2. The Bible says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will.
May the blessing of self-discipline, may the blessing of self-control, may the blessing of being able and enabled to stop, start, and change anything in your life today be enacted upon you right now in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you again for this glorious morning. We thank you again for your word. We thank you for your self-discipline that you have um, produced inside of us, Lord God. We pray that it begins to grow and just spring up, Lord God, so that it can bring shade to all of those who are being um, scorched by the rays of this world. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for the gospel and the therapeutic value of the gospel. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in and, and through our lives. We thank you for another beautiful day that we was not one of the ones that was called the DOA, Lord God, but we got up today with all power, amen, with, with, with the power of our minds, with the power of our hands, with the power of our feet, and the power of our tongues. Lord God, we use these powers to glorify you and to lift your name high and to expand your kingdom abroad. God, we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We thank you in advance for what you're getting ready to do today. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. If you believe that and you thank God, go ahead, listen, say amen, and also press that share button so other people can experience what you just experienced this morning. I'm Herbert McLean, Herbie Mack. You've been listening to The Blessing of Self-Control. Until next time, may God richly bless you, my beloved.